You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday, final podcast podcast of the week just in time for the long holiday which i hope you enjoy stay dry if you're in new orleans it looks like it's supposed to rain a good bit and be safe of course and we've got a lot to get to we're going to cover a lot of ground in today's show first and foremost we've got the media availability starting in the lead up to the pelicans returning to play in orlando we are going to break you know kind of mention the key takeaways there we go that's the phrase i'm thinking of from david griffin's presser from alvin gentry's presser we're going to talk about then a few of the things they said they also mentioned three pelicans players tested positive for covid19 mental toughness is what we're also going to look at at one point in the show in the second segment and then in the third segment we'll talk some zion then the nba wants to do a second bubble which uh, now now i'm on board with some of this stuff so let's dive into it all in today's edition of locked on pelicans All right, so David Griffin spoke to the media the other day along with Alvin Gentry. The Pelicans are trotting out two people every day per league rules now to speak to the assembled media through Zoom, um, which has worked really well and isn't too bad for everything. And the Pelicans have done a great job of this. So credit to that team over there um, on that kind of side of everything, that it's been really great, really easy. They've done a wonderful job, the PR staff, the media staff over there too. So very, very cool. So David Griffin, let's go into some of the big takeaways. And the big thing... First and foremost that he mentioned was that three players tested positive for COVID-19. I'm not worried about this in the slightest. We'll we'll touch on it a little bit more in the second segment, Um, but I don't want to bury the lead here. That was the biggest takeaway, the biggest story there. Some of the other things he mentioned, though, were that it doesn't seem like they're going to put that much stock into these final eight games in terms of offseason. I think they realized that you know, they know what they have in this team from what they saw or enough so and that they don't want to look at these final eight games or the playoffs that come with it as fool's gold because it's going to be weird. While it's basketball, I don't know how much of this is mimicking real life actual basketball times in terms of the preparation and everything off the court. So you don't want to have a guy do like a flash in the pan over this and be like, oh my God, we got to get that guy. And you sign him to, I don't know, a four year, $52 million deal. You know, like the contract Solomon Hill got for a good final two weeks of the regular season and a good first round playoff series, like a mediocre playoff series, you know, uh, and kind of do something like that. So I don't think the Pelicans are putting a whole lot of stock in this in terms of anything, really. And that matters for a guy like Brandon Ingram, who's likely locked in a max deal. But even a guy like Lonzo Ball, that is going to be extension eligible. And David Griffin said that, you know, both of those players have indicated their long term desires to be here in New Orleans. They want to be here. And it sounds like they want both of those guys to be here. So if you're a Lonzo Ball fan and you want him playing with his brothers, well, then you're going to need to make that work here. Also, he's a restricted free agency. So that is going to kind of uh, factor into that, too, which some people don't really seem to understand. 
So those are some of like the biggest things because that is kind of a very clear, you know, thing that this is important to the team in terms of growth and development, but I don't think they're going to read too much into a lot of what they're seeing. David Griffin said, you know, they wanted to play meaningful basketball games in March and April. They're kind of still doing it. It's just going to be in July and August and maybe September is when they're playing playing meaningful basketball games. And these eight games really do say a lot about the guys that they're going to have. And they're taking this very seriously. He also did say that it seems like everyone is going. All of the players should be going. Drew Holiday spoke the next day, said he was going, that he sees this as a big opportunity. Uh, And we can dive in more about that, I think, on Monday or Tuesday, whenever I do the next show. I'm not sure yet. Uh, And I think that'll be a big thing because he's really going to make a statement. The one person I still think is in question, I talked about this on Twitter the other day, was Alvin Gentry. Gentry says he wants to go. Gentry says he's planning on going. But no one seems to say that Gentry is 100% going. And I I talked about this. There is definitely talks between the NBA and the coaches association and the coaches saying like, if you're over 65, we don't want you to go. The coaches association pushed back on that, but it doesn't mean that these guys are for sure going to go. And that is something to keep in mind. Gentry said they'd been coming up with contingencies. Should he not be there? Some of the players talked about it in kind of a roundabout way of like, maybe he won't be there. So we've got to figure out other things. Read what you want into it. Believe me or don't believe me, but those were serious talks going on behind the scenes. I can tell you that much. I don't know if he's going or not. He may, he may not, but it doesn't sound like as of that moment on um, Tuesday, whenever they started speaking to the media, that it was set in stone. And I thought that was a little bit illuminating with all of this. Um, So keep that in mind that if we hear that Alvin Gentry isn't going to be going with the team to Orlando. In terms of Orlando, though, everyone kind of hit on a point that we'll talk about in the next segment, too, that mental toughness, mental preparation, just that side of everything is going to be dramatically important to success out there. Josh Hart mentioned it too and gave us some percentages on it, but David Griffin said they've been trying to take care of the players from a mental perspective during this whole shutdown, and they're really going to be building that into everything that they do in Orlando. There is going to be mindfulness sessions, mental preparation as part of their daily practice routine, because he said, if you're going to this, we want you dialed in and locked in and not having your mind elsewhere. You need to be 1000% committed to playing good basketball in Orlando. And you need to do that and be locked in mentally. And what situation is going to be kind of rough and tough? You're going to be away from your family for an extended period of time, potentially. You're going to be kind of trapped in a bubble where you can't really leave and do some of the things you normally would do. So how do you kind of prepare for all of this? And that's going to be built in. He highlighted Jenna Rosen, uh, who's been working with the Pelicans now uh, regarding that, doing these sessions, Zoom sessions, what have you, and being there for these guys and just kind of putting forth everything they have, all of the resources to try and make sure they are mentally prepared. And I think that is a very good thing. Jim Eichenhofer talked about it with me. Listen to parts one and two of our conversation Monday and Wednesday about all of this, that that is going to be a big side of things. Like how do you get up for games? How do you get mentally ready to go play a basketball game, especially given that there's going to be weird circumstances around this. And Gentry said they are going to rely on the bench a whole lot for energy, something that you feed off of that keeps you going in a game when maybe you're sagging a little bit. So the Pelicans having such a close group of guys that are all having a lot of fun together Together, having that kind of team chemistry, that I think is a big potential competitive advantage for New Orleans. Some teams don't like each other. 
You know, that's a thing. This team really gets along, really enjoys each other, has a lot of fun, and I think that is going to be important to kind of snapping out of funks in the middle of games when things seem to be going your way. How do you respond to that when you don't have the crowd cheering you on? All of that is going to be a big factor. Let's talk about that a little bit more here in the next segment coming up. So today's show is brought to you by Magic Spoon. I try and be a breakfast person. I just cannot find anything that really like hooks me, that makes me want to get up and eat in the morning. When I was a little kid, I loved cereal. It was sugary. It tasted good. It had marshmallows in it, all of that stuff. But at my age, like you just can't do that. It is not fun to eat eating all that like sugary, carby crap for you, essentially. And then I tried Magic Spoon. And... All of a sudden, I think I can do this and I think I can be a breakfast guy once again. Magic Spoon has zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. They've also got four great flavors in cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. Frosted is second favorite, fruity is number one, and honestly, it just tastes amazing. It's like too good to be true. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. You know, if you're looking for something to try in the morning to just eat a little bit of something to keep you going, it's a great alternative because it frankly tastes like all that sugary, bad-for-you cereal, except it's not. Go to magicspoon.com slash NBA to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code NBA at checkout and it's going to get you free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they're going to refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash NBA and use code LOCKEDON for free shipping. And thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring today's podcast. Today's show is also brought to you by Blinkist. Y'all have heard me talk about this a lot. I'm about to be in a car ride for six hours, probably while you're listening to this. And at a certain point, I'm going to throw these on and try and just learn a little bit more to try and get ahead in my life because it's tough to find time to kind of read a lot and use these things for self-improvement. But Blinkist is really unique and it makes it really easy to do all of this. It works on your phone, your tablet, your web browser, basically anywhere you can get a signal more or less or internet. And Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I like this. You can get the key takeaways from book you've always wanted to read or something that's been recommended to you over and over and over again in only 15 minutes and just start applying it to your life right away. I think that is an unbelievably powerful tool to have. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA, try it free for seven days, and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com NBA to start your seven-day free trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com NBA. All right, so let's look a little bit more at that uh, mental aspect of everything. But first, let's talk about the three positive tests for COVID-19 that the Pelicans have. A lot of people are trying to kind of do some internet sleuthing to try and figure out who the three guys are. Like, don't, like, uh, they didn't release the names for a reason. If these players wanted you to know who had it, they would tell you. A lot of players have come out and just publicly said it. These guys haven't. Let's try and give them some privacy around a thing that's just like, frankly, not fun. It's a little bit embarrassing too, I think. Um, And there's some sort of stigma attached with this stuff. So like, I don't think this is 
a big deal whatsoever. I don't think we need to kind of figure it out by like digging around in their social media. That's a little too creepy for me. Uh, and I don't dig that. So you guys shouldn't do that either. It's not very nice. Um, and look, if you really want to, you can. The Pelicans are posting awesome social media stuff out right now. That whole image of Zion in the mask looking straight up like a superhero and also jacked. Oh my God, uh, which we'll touch on in the third segment too. Um, looks great. They're going to have some awesome stuff coming out of this. They, they have been one of the better teams, I think, recently in terms of social media. It really ramped that up over the past couple of years and in terms of like all the different content and ways for you to consume it. So wherever you are, they've got stuff for you. That's pretty unique amongst teams. Look, I did a Twitch show for them um, before this all hit and we had to start, you know, cancel everything because we can't be in person. That's really cool. No one else was doing something like that. They're doing a lot, of, a lot of really awesome content out there. So make sure you follow them basically across all social channels to get the latest on everything. Uh, but three players, positive uh, COVID-19 tests, no big deal. We all expected that there was going to be positive COVID-19 tests here in the NBA. And happened in New Orleans. Cluster three guys a little bit concerning, I think. That's not ideal. But overall... I'm not that worried about it because you catch this. They don't then, you know, they get isolated, they get quarantined, and you don't need to worry about anything else going on because they're not trying to affect the team. You want to catch positive people right now. That is a good thing. Um, so I think that is important. It just doesn't mean much. Uh, and frankly, you know, I think that's a good thing that you catch it. That's it. There we go. Nothing really to see here with that story. But it is notable and worth mentioning. Uh, but it looks like most of the guys are back in the facility working out, um, still socially distanced for the most part. But overall, kind of business as usual right now. So the mental aspect of things, we touched on it. The bench being really important can give the Pelicans a big competitive advantage, I think. Um, and then using all of that is, is going to be key. This is a weird situation. The big talk right now has been, is there an asterisk at the end of this season? And for a while, I kind of just said like, yeah, of course there's going to be like, you're not going to mention this season and not talk about how weird it is and the situations regarding what ended up, uh, you know, happening with the team that won the title. You're going to be like, oh, there's the bubble year, which in and of itself is an asterisk, even if you don't really put it on there and kind of discount it as a title game, right? But then you've had a couple of players say certain things that are really interesting, and I kind of largely agree with them. Austin Rivers was the first one. And he said, this season, yeah, is going to have an asterisk to show you how much harder it was than other years. And I don't disagree with that. A lot of these players are going through a longer offseason than they normally get. To come back and play basketball, to get back out there, is not easy to do. David Griffin talked about it. Alvin Gentry talked about it. That getting these guys into game shape is going to be difficult. Having them play the style of basketball that they want them to play is going to be difficult. So the team that goes and wins the title this year has had to deal with a whole lot, bunch more stuff than they've, you know, any title winning team probably has ever had to deal with before. I think that's notable. And a lot of that is the mental aspect of this too. Josh Hart said himself in his media availability yesterday, it's 10% physical, 90% mental. That's what's going to make a team win here. It's not so much coming back and playing, but everything else you just got to deal with to be out on the court and actually succeed. They all know how to play basketball, but coming back from something like this and dealing with something like this, I don't know if they're really, you know, know how to do. And that's where the team chemistry, the bench, all of that, uh, everything Jenna Rosen's doing with the team and all that is really, really important for this squad in their quest to make the playoffs and the, then potentially win an NBA title. 
This is not going to be easy. This is not even going to be easy for guys like David Griffin. David Griffin is going to the bubble, by the way. He said he said he wouldn't ask for uh, his players to do anything that he wouldn't do. It's not going to be easy on him. It's not going to be easy on anyone in there. Trajan Langdon, another part of the traveling party, by the way, as I now remember a few other little details from their media availability. So this is going to be interesting. You know, we've never seen anything like this, and this is going to be harder than it probably looks, even if the basketball is bad. And so I think this is right. that The mental aspect is going to be tougher. And Josh Hart said, yeah, this will have an asterisk. This is, you know, a tougher to win season. Same thing for Giannis. Uh, he said that as well. So this seems to be the prevailing thought that it's going to be a slog. This is not going to be fun for a lot of these guys. And then it makes it harder to win because of that. Also kind of in the vein of that a little bit, and going back to what we started this segment with the positive uh, COVID-19 test, the three of them for the players, David Griffin said he does not worry as much about players catching COVID-19, does think the bubble's going to be safer, um, but they still have to kind of deal with all the regulations of that, no doubles in ping pong and all of that stuff, but that they're more worried about, you know, soft tissue injuries and other things with players coming back. And it's not easy to really ramp that all up. So it all kind of ties together everything that's going on and why this is going to be so difficult for teams. So we're going to wrap up talking a lot about Zion Williamson and the second bubble the NBA is doing, which I question that one. But before we do that, today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Whether you're a do-it-yourself or someone just trying to learn and save a little bit of money or you're restoring a classic, rockauto.com is the place to go for auto and body parts for your car. Look, you can go to a chain store and they're not going to have the part you want. There's just too many makes and models out there and it's going to take time for it to come in. And frankly, the person at the desk isn't going to be helpful enough because they don't know your car. You do. And rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And they've got an unbelievably easy to use online catalog. It's quick to navigate, find all the parts available for your car, and then choose the right one for your specific trim. They make it as easy as possible. Just got a master cylinder there from them for a car from 1976 keeping it stock as possible. Got it installed the other day. Now my car breaks great. It's the summer here in New Orleans. It rains basically every day. It makes the roads a little bit slipperier. Look at the brakes on your car. Check it out. Brake pads, rotors, everything you could possibly need. Calipers. They have it for your car to keep it on the road, keep you safe and save you money. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they, we, they know we sent you. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Mechanics can get parts cheaper than you can. Chain stores can get them for a different price too. Rockauto.com has it the exact same for anyone. There's no need to spend twice as much for the same parts. So amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, wrapping up today's show, Zion Williamson gets a freaking really cool honor. Going to be a cover athlete, cover star for NBA 2K, joining Damian Lillard and Kobe Bryant. Lillard is going to be on the current generation system, so PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Zion's going to be on next-gen, PlayStation 5, what I'll be getting it on, and Xbox Series X plus whatever other little console they're doing. Then they've got the Legend Edition, which is going to have Kobe Bryant on it. So one being on the next-gen console 
is pretty cool because those are going to be big sellers come November, obviously. Um, and I think that's awesome. But one thing to keep in mind, by the way, just because I'm a video guy, game guy to every other video game person out there, it's not giving you that free upgrade, by the way, if you buy the current gen system. So if you want it on PlayStation 5, you're going to need to wait and buy the Zion edition of it. So keep that in mind just in case. Uh, this is a big deal. You know, it usually takes players three, four years to really get on there. It took LeBron 11 years before he was a cover athlete for NBA 2K. This Zion getting it after 19 games, 19 games is what it took to put Zion on the cover of 2K. You, ra you, you don't see things like this at all. You know, Lillard's been on it before, um, but you don't see guys coming in this young, this early on in their careers and getting onto the cover. That speaks to his marketability. That speaks to the fact that New Orleans doesn't hold you back from a market, uh, being a marketable athlete as long as it's you. And I think you know what I'm talking about here. Anthony Davis still has his chips. That's a really nice thing. Uh, those ruffles. But it's about the person. And you can be in any market and succeed. And something like this kind of dispels some of the disadvantages, those myths that small market NBA teams have. This is a really big deal. This is really, really cool. And I'm very excited for Zion Williamson, who's just very excited himself. His birthday's also coming up where he's going to be 20. That's how young this guy is. He's got a, over a year before he can legally drink still. Um, so this is a really big deal. And also, by the way, Zion looks good. You've seen the pictures on social media. He is trim, he is in shape, and he is going to surprise a lot of people, I think, around the league. Everyone thought he was going to come in after this fat, that he wasn't going to be working out pudgy, not fat, you know, you get what I'm saying. And no, it's like the exact opposite of this right now. He looks good. He said he was working out every day during the shutdown with his stepfather, Lee Anderson, finding ways to stay in shape, getting some on-court workout. He didn't say where. Wouldn't give us all of his secrets here in his media availability yesterday, but he was working out during all of this, not just cardio, but also everything else. David Griffin at his uh, availability had said he doesn't know what kind of shape Zion's going to be, you know, because he hasn't seen him. He hasn't really spoken to him about that. I think we can all safely say Zion looks freaking good. That picture of him with the mask where he looks like a literal superhero where he looks like Bane from The Dark Knight Rises because that's the only comparison for a guy who got that big, was that big, and Tom Hardy in that movie. That's what Zion looks like here, except Zion's not evil and he's the damn savior. So this is really good. Like, really, really good. You should be really freaking excited if you're a Pelicans fan watching this because Zion in these eight games has a chance to make a damn big statement. He comes in looking as good as he can, and he used this three-month, four-month shutdown to basically get in shape over the offseason or find some of the running and everything they were trying to have him do. It just accelerates his growth, the timeline for him. He doesn't need to worry about that this offseason, and he can work on something else, shooting. Josh Hart said his shot looked a little bit better. If you're the league, you, you need to be scared absolutely terrified of how good this guy can be and what he can do because he's getting a lot of those things out of the way now. Things that should have taken him a little bit longer into next season and he's already got it now. So this, when he gets another part of an off season and he can work on shooting, ball handling, those things, look out again. Again, you know, the, the it's like a glass ceiling that he's just going to shatter through here when it comes to everything in the NBA. So he looks good, and yeah, you should get really, really excited about all of this stuff. Final thing, want to wrap up. I am pro bubble play in Orlando for the NBA. 
I am not pro second bubble. And it sounds like the delete eight teams that the NBA is setting something up for them in Chicago to play some games and scrimmage. This purely is a cash grab. I get that these teams want to have some development time, play real meaningful games. Not not in downtown Chicago, wherever they're going to do it, when people can just kind of come and go. That's why this wouldn't have worked in New Orleans. I only believe this is going to work in an actual campus environment that's closed to the public, that doesn't have bars and places to go and people around for other distractions like Orlando does, where you know the Walt Disney World is the size of Manhattan in a self-contained city away from everything else. Chicago, Chicago, great place, love it. But let's not play a bunch of NBA games in there. This seems like a bad, bad idea and an unnecessary risk. So this is where I draw a line when it comes to this stuff. Um, We'll maybe talk about this some more next week, depending on how it goes. Next week, don't know if we're going to have a show on Monday, likely Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, as we kind of deal with the long weekend. Uh, And I'll be back in a car on Monday. So after all of that, we'll chat again. Talk about some of the social justice measures that the team plans on taking. We got an update on that from Drew, from Josh Hart, and some others too. So I think that'll be really great to talk about and see what some of those plans may be. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Tell your smart device to play podcast, rejecting the screen. Great long form interviews, giving you insight with some very special guests, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all on Tuesday.